Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. So, Black Friday, what did you think? I didn't go out, so I wouldn't know. It's a new world, but you know what's not new? Film noir, or unless it's neo-noir. Blade Runner, Ridley Scott. What else can I say? I hinted at it in the last podcast. Ridley Scott is this... You know, and that's the sad thing. Ridley Scott doesn't get the credit that I think he deserves. And hey, you know, but we give it to him. We're the we're the few film viewers and filmmakers. People categorize him just as a visual director. Yes, visuals, but there's characters. Think think of the characters in Aliens or Alien. Think of the characters in Thelma and Louise. That's social commentary right there. Think of the characters in Black Hawk Down. Okay, then that's an ensemble piece about war. So it's not just the visual stylings of Ridley Scott. So Ridley Scott was working on Blade Runner. And his template was the painting Nighthawks. And years later, they did like kind of Blade Runner sequel. With Harrison Ford and um, this one actor. I think it, I, I forget who it was. Because I didn't watch it, but you know. Mm. Okay. Oh, here we go. 1982 science fiction film directed by Ridley Scott and written by Hampton Fran- Fran- Fancher and David Peoples. Starring Harrison Ford, Rut- Rudder, Rutcher, Horror, Shang, Young. It's been a long day. Edward James Olmos. Oh, God. It is loosely based on Philip K. Dick's 1968 novel, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? The film is set in dystopian future of Los Angeles 2019. Hello. In which synthetic humans, known as replicants, are bioengineered by the powerful Tyrell Corporation to work as space colonies. When a fugitive group of advanced replicants led by Roy Bass escapes back to earth burnt out cop rick deckard harrison ford reluctantly agrees to hunt them down now this is neo new war okay you've got these characters you've got sean young of course she was hot for her day you know harrison ford just what else can we say i mean people have asked the question is it you know good genes or good doctors I think with Mr. Ford's case, it's a lot of sex, you know? It's film noir. We can talk about this. I mean, hey. that That's what, you know, keeps you nice and young and vigorous, vibrant, and he's getting it. But in Blade Runner, he wasn't really getting it. I mean, he was a burnt-out cop, you know? Hmm. Think of it. That, I mean, that's set in 2019 Los Angeles. Think of everything. You've got flying cars. Flying cars didn't happen. Sorry. Mm. There's a lot of paranoia. Genetic engineering. Oh, my. Greek drama. Frankenstein. My goodness. Is this Westworld? Hello. Yeah. Maybe. There's a lot going on in Blade Runner. Not just visually, but character-wise. Yeah. 
Yes. Ridley Scott credits Edward Hopper's painting Nighthawks and the French science fiction comics magazine Metal Harlot, to which the artist Jean Meblis Gerand contributed a stylistic mood sources. He also drew on the landscapes of Hong Kong on a very bad day and the industrial landscape of one of his one-time home in North East England. The visual style of the movie is influenced by the work of the futurist Italian architect Antonio Sant'Elia. Scott hired Sean Mead as his concept artist. Like Scott, he was influenced by Metal Harlot. Pre-production of Blade Runner, uh, work of René Lara Croix, animated film Les Matries du Temps, a decision that he later regretted. Production designer Lawrence G. Paul and art director David Snyder realized Scott's and Mead's sketches. Douglas Trumbull, okay. Blade Runner had numerous similarities to Fritz Lang's Metropolis, including a built-up urban environment in which the wealthy literally live above the workers, dominated by a huge building. Yeah. The extended edit in the scene of the original theatrical release shows Rachel and Decker traveling into daylight with pastoral aerial shots filmed by director Stanley Kubrick. Ridley Scott contacted Kubrick about using some of his superless helicopter aerial photography from The Shining. Two visual giants working together. Interesting. There's several versions of Blade Runner. Mm. Blade Runner got a lot of love from the British Academy of Film, but not the um, Academy Wall got art direction and visual effects. Cultural impact. Here we go. While not initially a success with North American audiences, Blade Runner was popular internationally and garnered a cult following. The film's dark style and futuristic designs have served as a benchmark, and its influence can be seen in many subsequent science fiction films, video games, anime, and television programs. For example, Ronald D. Moore and uh, David Eric, the producers of the reimagining of Battlestar Galactica, have both cited Blade Runner as one of their major influences for the show. Mm. Blade Runner contains... It continues to reflect modern trends and concerns, and an increasing number of critics consider it one of the greatest science fiction films of all time. It was voted the best science fiction film ever made in a 2004 poll. The dialogue and music of Blade Runner has been sampled in music more than any other film of the 20th century. The 2009 album I Am Human by Singaporean band Jesus Ex Machina makes numerous references to the genetic engineering and cloning themes from the film, and even features a title track, Replicant. Mm. And here's where it falls into the film noir, okay? Because that's what we're talking about here, is film noir. There's always a point to this. I know sometimes I feel like I'm a professor when I say that there's a point to this. There's going to be a test. No, not really. But you could take it that way if you want. Here's the question. How is Blade Runner a film noir? It is important to note that, strictly speaking, 
Blade Runner is not a film noir, but was influenced by film noir styles of the 1940s and 50s. It would more appropriately fall into the category of neo-noir, which is basically noir-influenced films made from 1960 onwards. Okay. Here's the elements. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Blade Runner... Uh, 10 tropes of film noir and how it puts a sci-fi twist on them. Oh, this is perfect. A hard-boiled detective story with robots. Urban decay in a futuristic setting. Voiceover narration explaining the tech noir mythology. Femme fatale, who's an android. A hero with questionable ethics about speculative ethical concerns. Saxophone on the sore mixed in with synthesizers. Alcoholic protagonist drinking from strange glassware. The Bradbury building dressed up as a long forgotten relic. Sharp contrasts in the lighting with neon lights. Film noirs are lit in a very specific way. Having started in black and white and thriving in that format, noirs utilize sharp contrasts in the lighting, like sunlight peeking through a set of blinds in the window of a dark room. In the case of Blade Runner, those sharp contrasts are there in almost every scene, but the lights are usually neon lights beaming from the futuristic L.A. skyline. Ambiguous ending involving implanted memories. The ambiguous ending that provides no closure on Deckard and Rachel's fate only appears in Ridley Scott's director's cuts because it was removed from the theatrical release at the bequest of the studio. They wanted a happy ending where Deckard and Rachel escape the countryside to the countryside, which is very jarring in the context of the movie. In Scott's ending, Deckard sees an origami unicorn and questions whether or not he's human. It's common for film noirs to have ambiguous endings such as this, but the concept of AI being implanted with memories keeps this plot turned firmly into sci-fi territory. And so that's film noir within Blade Runner watch Blade Runner and then there's Blade Runner what is the sequel's name I never saw it I might see it now 2049 who is in 2049 oh yes of course Ryan Gosling Harrison Ford Mm, okay who directed it though that's what I'd like to see well not Ridley Scott is he one of the producers I don't know hmm Here's a taste of it. In 2049, bioengineered humans known as replicants are slaves. K, short for his serial number, KD63.7, a Nexus 9 replicant, works for the Los Angeles Police Department, LAPD, as a Blade Runner, an officer who hunts and retires, kills rogues replicants. At a protein farm, he retires Sapper Morton and finds a box buried under a tree box contains the remains of a female replicant who died during a cesarean section deconstructing that replicants can produce uh, biology previously thought impossible case superior lt joshi fears that this could lead to a war between humans and replicants she orders k to find and retire the replicant child to hide the truth okay there's our backstory right there
Yes. So that's film noir. It's almost coming to an end. It's been fun. I feel we're going to have a guest maybe tomorrow. So stay tuned. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>